Oh, my God. 
25 minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
Jam in the AM. Moshe Hecht with God is Alive and Well in Jerusalem off of the uh, Yes Legacy CD here on a uh, Jam in the AM Thursday morning. Before that, Avram Avram Fried with a Freilich and Tishabov from the CD Amachaya. Benny Friedman had Welcoming the Queen off of the Bnei Hechala brand new uh, Shabbos with Benny Friedman CD. Lipa with Noda Lashemcha Regesh Modani opening things up and we say... Good morning. It's Thursday, the 6th of February, the 6th day of Adar 1, the year 5774. 24 degrees, 17 is the wind chill. Mostly sunny today with a high of 29. Partly cloudy tomorrow with a high of 30. The talk now, after the big storm yesterday in this area, is the big storm that supposedly is coming Sunday and Monday. And now I understand it a lot better. There are, excuse my meteorological references, there, there are two different storms headed to this area, or near this area, to be more specific. And if the two of them combine on Sunday, we're in for a uh, for quite a drubbing of snow here in the uh, New York, New Jersey area. So if those two storms come together, if they meet in the Northeast, there could be some trouble. If they don't meet in the Northeast, if they stay parallel but separate, then uh, it should only be, you know, a reasonable little snowstorm. So that's what I learned this morning as I was, because I, I couldn't take it anymore. Everyone's talking about 20 inches, 30 inches, a foot, two feet, three feet of snow coming up. 
this weekend. Finally, I did a little investigating, and now I understand what's going on. There is a possibility, there's a model, there is a weather model that would bring a significant number of inches of snow to this area on uh, Sunday and Monday. Thursday morning, JM and the AM, big day for us. We love mu- new music, and today we are officially debuting something that you've been enjoying since Hanukkah, and that is the brand new Shalshalas Connection CD. We'll do that in the 8 o'clock hour with uh, Yitzhak Rosenthal, leader of uh, Shalshalas. So that's going to be happening, uh, that's going to be happening later this morning here at JMNAM. We have amazing programming on our stream all day long at jmnam.org, including right after JMNAM, you can hear Charlie Harari and his most uh, latest episode of the Book of Life. That happens at 9 o'clock this morning, Eastern Time, on the stream at jmnam.org. So make sure to be tuned in for that. We have a lot of great stuff. By the way, Throwback Thursday, which is uh, a very, very popular segment where we go back and play for you a JM and the AM program from years ago. Today at 1 p.m. right after the live lunch, Throwback Thursday is a is an episode where Yussi Green was in our studio years and years ago and composed the song live on the air. So you have a chance to check that out and enjoy that um, uh, coming up at 1 o'clock this afternoon Eastern Time after the live lunch. That is a very cool segment. We call it Throwback Thursday at JM and the AM. Dot org. 26 minutes before 7 o'clock, we say good morning, and here's Sally Gold. Oh, yeah. 
J.M. in the A.M. 7 o'clock in the morning on a Thursday with um, eighth day. They'll be at the Westside Institutional Synagogue here in New York City this coming uh, Saturday night. Enjoy eighth day. That's their brand new CD, Hula, with thank you. Ben Sion Lehrer had Jerusalem, Shwebel Sharf, and Levine. We snuck in a great uh, Purim selection called Ish Yehudi. Shlomo Simcha had Hatov. He's, of course, going to be davening for the Yomud at the Project Inspire event in Flatbush, Brooklyn, the Agudas Yisrael Beis Binyamin this Shabbos, as discussed with Rabbi Zakatinsky yesterday on the air. Check out that conversation if you missed it. Shamayim with Gale opening up that set. It's Thursday, JM in the AM with 24 degrees, mostly sunny and a high of 29. Yes, there's school today. There is school today. This is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. By the way, up at Yeshiva University tonight, the, uh, the Macs are taking on City College beginning at 8 o'clock. So keep that in mind. And the Svarim sale is going on tonight as well. So lots of activity up at the YU campus this evening. You may want to take it in. Uh, Always a wonderful opportunity to see a basketball game for free and shop for amazing Svarim as well. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday is next. We say Boker Tov from JMN. Galitzal, Ashtain, Kan Shibel Karmi Mansur, Imashekoreachav. הוועדה להשעיית ראשי רשויות קבעה היום שראש עיריית בת ים שלומי לחייני יושעה מתפקידו באופן מיידי. כתבתנו תמר ירושלמי. הוועדה הכריעה כי חומרת כתב האישום שהוגש נגד לחייני אשר מייחס לו עבירות של לקיחת שוחד ומרמה והפרת אמונים מצדיקה השעיה. הוא יושעה לשנה הקרובה ואם לא יסתיימו ההליכים המשפטיים נגדו עד אז ניתן יהיה להאריך את תקופת ההשעיה. הוועדה גם החליטה שלא יוכל לכהן כחבר בוועדת הכספים ובוועדת המכרז של הרשות, מחשש שישפיע על התנהלותה. עורכי דינו של לחייני מסרו בצהריים, לחייני הודיע הבוקר לוועדה שהוא משעה את עצמו מהתפקיד כדי להתפנות לניהול משפטו. אנו תקווה כי ההליך המשפטי יסתיים תוך תקופה קצרה, ובסיומו הוא ישוב לשרת את הציבור. מלחמות העולם התחתון בצפון, שני מטעני חבלה התגלו בתוך כמה שעות בקריית ים ובנהריה. אין נפגעים. כתבנו קובי מנדל. פיצוץ אז החריד לפני זמן קצר את רחוב החשמונאים בקריית ים לאחר שמטען חבלה התפוצץ מתחת לרכב חונה ובמקום פרצה שריפה. איש לא נפגע וחבאים השתלטו על האש. התברר שהרכב שייך לעבריין המוכר למשטרה. ובנהריה אזרחים שגילו ערנות מנעו לפני הצהריים אסון במתחם קניות כשהבחינו באדם שהניח מטען צינור מתחת לרכב ונמלט. הם דלקו אחריו, עצרו אותו ובד בבד, חבלן שהוזק למקום נטרל את המטען. 
הממשלה סיימה את חודש ינואר עם עודף תקציבי והמשך ירידה בגירעון. כתבתנו יונה לייבזון. מדוח משרד האוצר עולה כי בשנים עשר החודשים האחרונים ירד הגירעון לשלושה אחוזים שהם כשלושים ואחד מיליארד שקלים, וחודש ינואר נגמר בעודף תקציבי של למעלה מארבעה מיליארד שקלים. הכנסות המדינה ממיסים גדלו בשישה עשר אחוזים, לכחי עשרים וחמישה מיליארד שקלים. פרופסור יעקב קטן הוא חתן פרס ישראל בתחום חקר החקלאות וחקר מדעי הסביבה, כך הודיע היום שר החינוך שי פירון. מאז שנות ה-70 התמקד קטן בפיתוח שיטות חיטוי סולארי להדברת פגעי קרקע על ידי שימוש באנרגיית השמש כתחליף לחומרי הדברה מזיקים. יושב ראש איגוד הכדורסל דני חלוץ מגיב לביקורת על כך שגמר גביע המדינה בין מכבי תל אביב להפועל אילת ייערך הערב בהיכל נוקיה, המגרש הביתי של מכבי. חלוץ דיבר בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים עם אלי ישראלי ואפי טריגר. אם היה לנו מגרש ניטרלי שמכיל עשרת אלפים מקומות, לא היה בכלל דיון, אז היינו בודקים את הדברים. אבל האלטרנטיבה... היא לקיים משחק שלא יגיע אליו כל הקהל שמעוניין להגיע, אז מה אנחנו מרוויחים בזה? חלוץ דיבר כמובן בתוכניתנו עושים ספורט. התחזית היום עדיין קר, בסוף השבוע הטמפרטורות יעלו במקצת. ולסיום, פול אנקה חוזר לישראל, עורך התרבות לירון זייד. אמנם רק ב-2009 הוא ביקר כאן לראשונה, אבל הופעתו הקרובה של אנקה ב-24 ביולי תהיה כבר הופעתו הרביעית בישראל. מי שאחראי לה לעיתים My Way, Put Your Hand on My Shoulder ודיאנה, זוכה לביקורות נלהבות על הופעתו גם בגיל 72. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
taking the land, making the state. Freedom was their call. But they knew they were a link in the chain. This was more than just winning a war. They were holding on tight to generations of people who tried countless times before. And the women they used to keep on with the fight. go the one and only lenny solomon and schlockrock from our kosher halftime show here at jm in the am 
That was great. <laughs> he is amazing, I'll tell you. He is amazing. JM and the AM on a, uh, what's today? Thursday morning and Shalshelis. A new music alert. Shalshelis is coming up. As Yitzhak Rosenthal is going to join us for what we call the official debut of the uh, Shalshelis Connection CD. So that is coming up um, at 8 o'clock this morning, about 45 minutes from now, here at JM in the AM. Very much looking forward to that. As we get ready for a discussion about Shalshelis and finding out about the brand new music they have been providing since about Hanukkah time. Uh, Yidol with Bar Yochai. You heard Leviathan with Ani Mamin to open things up in that hour, or I should say in this hour, here at JM in the AM. Uh, this coming Shabbos, if you find yourself near the Lower East Side of Manhattan, Rabbi Tzvi Ram, the rabbi of the Bialystoker Synagogue and administrator of the Manhattan Based Inn for Conversions, will discuss the topic of conversion to Judaism in the modern world. Friday night, an Oneg at the Orenstein Building on the Lower East Side on the topic of a unified based in, an inside look at the creation of the Manhattan based in for conversions. Shabbos, Kiddush following the 9 a.m. minion in the Orenstein Building on the topic of why would anyone convert some pages in the casebook of the based in. And Shabbos afternoon at Shalosh Chittis time, unusual halachic issues in contemporary conversion. It's all happening on the... Um, uh, between the Bialystoker Shul and the Orenstein Building on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Information, you can contact the Bialystoker Shul, 212-475-0165, 212-475-0165. JM in the AM. It's Thursday morning, folks. Tomorrow is the weekly update. Make sure to join us as uh, Malcolm Honline will join me, and we'll discuss the events of this week. So much happening. You look at the uh, you look at the landscape in Israel and the Jewish world. There is so much going on, unbelievable. So we will um, we will discuss all that tomorrow morning about seven forty Eastern time. Make sure to join us right here at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. with Eitan Katz, of course. Before that, Diaspora with Asay here at J.M. in the A.M. Well, Nefesh but Nefesh has announced its Aliyah Mega event coming to New York. Uh, it's happening on Sunday, March the 9th, beginning at 12 noon at the Crown Plaza Times Square. Go to nbn.org.il slash mega for information. That's nbn.org.il slash mega for information. Nefesh Benefesh and their Aliyah Mega event happening on the 9th of March. Um, happening on the 9th of March uh, in New York City. It's always an amazing opportunity to find out about heading to the Holy Land on a permanent basis. Thursday morning, JM in the AM. Good morning all. Don't forget we have amazing programming all day long on our stream at jmintheam.org. Today, right after JM in the AM, <laughs> on our stream at jmintheam.org, it'll be Charlie Harari with another great edition of uh, The Book of Life. Uh, 10 a.m. this morning, Miriam L. Wallach with her post-Super Bowl kosher halftime show analysis, and then some great guests as well. Rabbi Ali Melech Goldberg, clinical assistant professor of the Department of Pediatrics at Wayne State University and founder and international director of Kids Kicking Cancer. He'll discuss his incredible organization. In celebration of Naim, the North American Inclusion Month, Batya Jacob will join from Yachad, Miriam L. Wallach, on the uh, on the That's Life program. And Dr. Daniel Roth, Rabbi Dr. Daniel Roth from Pardes in Yerushalayim, discusses their upcoming project, Nine Adar, the Jewish Day of Constructive Conflict. Hmm. It's all happening between 10 and 11. I'll do the live lunch at 11 o'clock. At 1 o'clock, it is Throwback Thursday, featuring Yussi Green composing a song on our show in June of 2002. It is a remarkable show, and I highly recommend it. We'll play it at 1 o'clock this afternoon, Eastern Time, on our stream at jmnam.org. And one other note I wanted to make about today's programming. Michael Fragan does an outstanding job regarding um, following the news of the day and giving us incredible political insight when he does spin class Thursday nights at 6 p.m. And tonight, he'll have New York State GOP Chairman Ed Cox talking about the failure of the legislature to pass a bill to fight the BDS movement. Kolakavod, Michael Fragan. And also Zach Fink of New York One will talk about whether friendships and politics can mix. And that's a very timely story, as many of you know. Uh, so that's tonight between 6 and 7 uh, on our stream at jmnam.org. Michael Fragan with Spin Class. Make sure to be tuned in. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechanishmasar of Zebinavos of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Satmarov quotes the Posuk and Bereshis, Yodoya Teda, Kiger Ba'aretz. You should know that your children will be strangers in the land. The Medrash is puzzled by the repetition of the words Yodoya Teda. No, you should know. The Medrash explains, Yadoya, Shani Mefazron, you should know that they will be scattered. Teda, Shani Mekanson, you shall know that I will gather them together again. Yadoya, Shani Meshabdon, Teda, Shani Goyalon, you should know that I will enslave them. However, you should also know that I will redeem them. The Satmarov questions this. Why was it necessary? for Hashem to warn Avram Avinu that the Jews will be in Golos, 
and when they will be redeemed. We are maminim b'nei maminim. We are believers, the children of believers. We believe that everything that happens is min ha-shamayim. In the Yud Gimel Ikrim, the 13 Ikarim, we read, Hu levadoi osa v'oise v'yasa l'cholamasim. Hashem alone does, did, and will do everything without anyone's help. Furthermore, the Ramban, at the end of Parshas Boi, writes that any person who doesn't believe that every single thing that happens, happens because that is how Hashem wills it, and that nothing happens by chance, whether it's personal or whether it's something that pertains to the Klal, has no chalik, no part, in Tairas Moshe. So why was it necessary for Hashem to forewarn Avraham Avinu about the Golos, the exile, and the Geula, the redemption? When we speak about Golos, it's not enough for one to just have a general understanding that everyone comes from Hashem. We need to have a tangible understanding that shows clearly how everything is arranged by the King of Kings. Therefore Hashem gave a separate warning to Avraham Avinu that we should clearly understand and have the knowledge that the long and bitter golos that we are all in and all of the pain that we endure are directly from Hashem. Even those things that seem unusually abnormal, as if they have no place in the ordinary world, we believe Shalema with complete faith that it is all part of the Master Plan. We pray that we see the fulfillment of the words Teda Shani Mekanson, Teda Shani Goalon. You should know that I will gather in all the exiles. You should know that I will redeem you. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. and the A.M. going back with Yaakov Shweki to uh, one of his earlier selections. It's called the Asher Bara. Ari Boyanju with Ashrecha spoke with Ari yesterday. We were discussing the uh, reaction to the uh, Super Bowl uh, kosher halftime show, and he was a big, big part of it, to say the least. In fact, I want to give a special shout-out to Lenny, of course, and to Ari Boyanju, and to Jonathan Rimberg of Rami Weisberger, Ethan Bill, and everybody who was uh, so instrumental in... Uh, the success of the Kosher Halftime Show. If you haven't seen it yet, it's on our website. Go to NahumSiegel.com. Quarter before 8 o'clock. You know, Michael Fragan's a great interviewer. He might be an even better booker. I know I know what it's like trying to get great guests for a show. And he always seems to uh, come through like crazy when there's a fresh edition of Spin Class. Uh, make a note for yourself, folks, especially if you're into the world of politics. Spin Class, in its original form, is on our stream every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, jmandtheam.org. And I asked Michael Fragan to join me for a couple of minutes because tonight he has put together a a phenomenal cast of uh, interviewees to speak to on some very interesting topics. Michael Fragan, welcome back to JM and the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Good to be here. So what do you think of... uh, what, what do you think every time there's a snowstorm, you see the mayor of New York shoveling snow? He, he can't get out of that, right? Now, now if there's a storm and he doesn't shovel, there's going to be a, there's going to be a whole a brouhaha among the press corps, right? <laughs> well, I, I think this makes the decision to move from Park Slope to Gracie Mansion all that easier for be, him. Because yeah. if he would, then he would never do his own shoveling, you're saying? <laughs> yeah, they asked him yesterday whether he would be shoveling at Gracie Mansion as well once he moves, and he said, uh, I think there's already arrangements made for the, so he's not going to be shoveling once he moves to Gracie Mansion. Well, doesn't he um, realize Gracie Mansion's on the Upper East Side, so there is no shoveling? <laughs> well, well, there is no snow clearing, apparently. Right. Exactly, you're not allowed to. But uh, <laughs> I, I think one thing that's particularly interesting is if you look at this morning's New York Times, there's a long article with uh, re- regarding the sanitation commissioner John Doherty, who right, I saw that. served, I think, four mayors, right. going back to Ed Koch. He's 75 years old. Yeah, he's an absolute consummate professional who stayed on as a favor, really, to Bill De Blasio, and has really gotten no love whatsoever from this administration. He right. stayed on because they didn't have a replacement for him, right. so that he didn't want to leave the mayor in the lurch during uh, a potential snowstorm. Of course, so far I think he's gotten four of them, and uh, really has not gotten all that much credit for making, staying on and making sure that the roads got clean. Now, of course, he gets criticism, but I think in every snowstorm there's a criticism to go around. But, is, but isn't that politics, unfortunately? Isn't that the world? And this is why I encourage you know, anybody who asks me for advice to avoid politics. Isn't this, isn't this what it's all about at the moment? The media or even the general public expresses a drop of criticism. Uh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the criticism, the, the 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 one who's being criticized is abandoned as quickly as anything. Well, you always got to find somebody to go ahead and uh, voice those inadequacies on. So there is, there's somebody's got to be responsible. You can't have a situation where nobody's responsible. But, so that's uh, that's usually what's going to happen if you see uh, political any political uh, scandal, there's always going to be somebody. Yeah, but scandal. We're talking about, you know, there was a slow response for whatever logistical reason to a storm. All of a sudden, everyone is aiming arrows at the commissioner, and the mayor himself is not there with, uh, you know, uh, having his back, so to speak. Well, right. It's not his guy. That's uh, that's one of the things. You know, it's not his guy. He's not... Not and it's not really invested in him. He could say he's a holdover. Right. It's much easier for go-ahead and, and do that. I'm not... 
I'm not suggesting that I know anything specific with regard to their relationship, but I will just say it's not his guy. Right. Uh, on the other hand, I guess nobody now realizes uh, the you know that it might not have been so wise to stay on and do somebody a favor. Don't necessarily do somebody a favor unless you you know what you're getting in return. Michael Fragan with us before we talk about your show tonight. Um, so. How quickly is the G- if in fact they are? I mean, analyze it for us. How quickly is the GOP abandoning Chris Christie? Well, I think abandoning is a strong word. Uh, there was always skepticism within the Republican Party, and there still is skepticism about Chris Christie, and that skepticism has existed since since he ran. Uh, it's not easy for Northeast. Uh, even though he, I would say he's, by most standards, he's conservative, but many Republicans around the country will call him a moderate. And for a Northeast Republican blue state governor to win uh, the Republican nomination, that is a tough, that is a tall order. And if you look at who is generally in contention in, in Republican primaries, it's not the Northeast governors. And uh, that's always been, there's always been that skepticism. Now, you know, just like in any, in any fight, if you see a guy who's wounded, you're, you're going to try and do your best to finish him off if you don't like him. I don't know that there are people necessarily abandoning him. I think that there's this idea that he had, that he, you know, came in, is coming into this presidential era or the presidential cycle, uh, with a huge bump from a big win in a blue state, which is something that the, Republicans really need in order to take the presidency back, and you know he he's wounded. He he did things his or his administration did things that were profoundly stupid. Right. And uh, if you uh, if you run on a uh, on a platform of competence and you run on a platform of bipartisanship or being able to win Democratic votes, you you don't you don't want to have the reputation that uh, you're you're profoundly you're your people are profoundly incompetent and vindictive. Uh, it's not good. It's not good. And I don't know that necessarily people are running away from him as much as a lot of people who didn't like him are piling on. All right, understood. Michael Fragan, he's going to be on tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on our stream at jmnam.org with a fresh edition of Spin Class. Two items for tonight. You're going to speak with New York State GOP Chairman Ed Cox talking about the failure of the legislature to pass a bill to fight the BDS movement. Now, we know in our community how important the fight against BDS is. Uh, what is this all about? Was there a formal, uh, I don't know how it works, you'll, you'll explain, was there a formal bill proposed? Was there an effort to get a bill uh, uh, you know, brought to the state legislature and it was shot down? How serious was this effort to begin with? Oh, very serious. In fact, it's very real. The bill actually, a, a bill actually passed the New York State Senate. I think it passed 56 before. So it was, uh, you're talking, and that, you know, that passed obviously with bipartisan support in the state Senate. Uh, essentially what this was, was, uh, announced by Senator Jeff Klein of the Bronx, and, uh, who represents probably many of our listeners in, in the Riverdale area, as well as, uh, Assembly Speaker Sheldon Silver, who represents, uh, you know him. Right. And, uh, they announced together that they were, they were proposing a bill that was punish or Punish is a, a strong political word, but to, uh, cut off state funding to an institution that allows uh, boycott of Israel. And like the American Studies Association just voted that they were going to boycott Israel. And uh, that was 
I think that many of us would be very, very concerned about the growing, especially in academia, this growing boycott of of, of Israel. And uh, this bill went ahead, and you know, I'm not going to go through all the particulars, but basically said that you can't get funding from the state if your institution is going to participate in the boycott. So the assembly, really that so the assembly's not passing it. So what happened is it passed the Senate. It went uh, a slightly modified, different version went uh, to the Assembly, and it's sitting in the committee. It was supposed to go through committee this week, the Higher Education Committee, led by Laura Manhattan's Deborah Glick, and it is not moving in that committee. It did not. It was pulled. And uh, generally, bills like this are pulled. You don't, let, you don't allow them to be defeated because then you can't necessarily bring them up again. It was pulled from the agenda when it was supposed to. Now, there were protests. Many people... Uh, there were there were a bunch of parties, particularly uh, I think the some of the uh, teachers unions and the university unions uh, went ahead and protested and said this bill is flawed. But uh, you know it's very rare politically that a bill sponsored by the speaker of the assembly will not pass. Right. It just doesn't. Uh, it just doesn't. It very rarely happens. In fact, uh, I believe at the time that the chairwoman of the higher ed committee, Deborah Glick was also a sponsor of the bill, and she pulled her own bill, saying it warranted further consideration. But so, it's a very odd situation. But so, I'll tell you what's really dangerous politically. But one second, it, is it now dead? Ahead. Before you tell us that, is it now dead? Is it is the effort finished? Well, no, it's it's not dead. Uh, the fact that it didn't, wasn't defeated is is significant. But the fact, but it was pulled without explanation. I mean, there's, okay. there's no date for it to come back. And clearly, if it's not passing, it's not happening. Right. So it's not going to pass the assembly. It's not going to go to the governor for signature. It's not going to become law. And uh, I think that many people felt this was a very this is a wonderful response to what's been going on by the New York State Legislature, and would have been wonderful, would have been very positive had it passed. And I think one thing is concerned is you know together with that, and I, I'm not I'm not uh, actually pointing a finger at Mayor de Blasio or at APAC, I just think the confluence of the two were were unfortunate, is all this criticism now that has come about de Blasio's APAC speech uh, two weeks ago, and uh, that fact that he did it behind closed doors, right. and the conspiracy theorists out there are saying, well, he did it behind closed doors, he didn't want his base to see that he was pro-Israel, and he didn't want, you know, many Democrats don't really support Israel anymore, which I think is not true. But I think that uh, I think that that is now the where the political debate is of whether you know whether people should stand with APAC or people regular politicians in New York State should stand with Israel. And uh, from from the audio that I heard, De Blasio gave a very strongly pro-Israel speech. But then he kind of walked things back. But he says, "Well, I don't agree with APAC all the time. I, I don't agree with them on the Iran sanctions." Yeah, you know, this is not the type of discourse that we want. In, in a state, in an area that with so many pro-Israel voters that we want politicians feeling forced to walk their support back a little bit. Excellent. All right. Uh, last thing, um, uh, you have a segment tonight on the spin class about the uh, possibility. Is it possible for somebody in the, uh, in the media to have a, a personal friendship, I guess we'd put it, right? Personal friendship with those that you're covering. Tell me about that. Uh, oh, well, a little bit different, Nachum, actually. It's, it is somebody from the media, but he was analyzing, uh, he was analyzing the 
possibility that politicians can be friends with each other even when their interests might collide. Uh, I, I thought you were okay. I thought you were addressing the uh, attack on a member of the media. Now I understand what's going on. Ah, oh, but that, you know what? That's an interesting topic as well. Right. Maybe we'll get there. I, I, look, this is why I like to come out in the morning. I get great ideas. <laughs> <for the evening. laughs> Excellent. So, so he'll analyze uh, uh, from New York One. Who was it again from New York One? Uh, Zach Fink. Zach Fink from New York One will analyze with you whether politicians who do not agree between 9 to 5 can be friends after work. Right. Whether the personal friendships last into the office. And, uh, it, kind of like what you were talking about with Chris Christie. Right. Uh, you know, all those politicians who are friendly with him, are they going to be very quick to, to abandon him uh, when he, and not support him when he's in trouble? You know, and, and how far do some of these personal friendships go? Right. All right. Very interesting, Michael. I look forward tonight between 6 and 7 Eastern time on our stream at jmnam.org. Spin class with Michael Fragan always has great guests and very interesting topics. Uh, update us. Let me know by email regarding uh, BDS if it moves forward in the New York State uh, Assembly. I'd be very uh, uh, curious to see what happens there. Okay. Well, all of you out there can uh, push your individual legislators to make sure this bill moves forward. And everybody in New York State could do that, right? I mean, everybody should be encouraged to either support it and continue to support it if they already do, or if not, to get out there and be vocal about it. Yes, they certainly should. And I will put on my Twitter feed, on the Spin Class Twitter feed, uh, the number of the bill already so people can uh, reference that specifically. Greatly appreciate that. Michael Fragan, this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmdm.org.
Three minutes after 8 o'clock, that comes from uh, Lipa, of course, off the Hidden Spark. It is time, finally, after the uh, introduction of the brand-new Shalshalas Connection CD just a few days ago, wink, wink, it is time for a new music alert. Yitzhak Rosenthal is in our studio. We will discuss the brand-new Shalshalas Connections right now during the 8 o'clock hour on a Thursday at JM in the AM. Oh, 
J.M. and the A.M. Sameach is the opening selection from Shalshelis Connections. Yitzchak Rosenthal, who founded Shalshelis many years ago, we'll speak to him about that, is in our studio. He's the composer of uh, the Shalshelis Connections selections. And we say, Yitzchak Rosenthal, welcome back to J.M. and the A.M. Good morning. Thank you very much. Many, many years ago, that's like... <laughs> Sounds mysterious, huh? Uh, first of all, happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah to you and we all were, your listeners. We were joking before the show how this, uh, I mean, you know, t- to be quite honest with everybody, it's been a few weeks since this has been out on the market. It has, it has. And, uh, but finally we get a chance to convene and talk about the brand new CD. I would bet because the name of Shalshelis is attached to it that it's doing relatively well so far. That's what they tell me. So thankfully uh, it's, it's doing well. So how many years ago is it? <laughs> I think it was 2000. Well, I think officially the first CD came out in 1999. And I met you for the first time. It was probably in 2000. Holy cow. Yeah. That's even longer than I thought. Yeah. And that included S.A.N.I. That included S.A.N.I. What else would have been a big hit from the first CD? <sighs> Mia Ish, Ekra. Right. I mean, Ekra, yeah. And um, a few others. And you, I don't know, you just, you find it easy, difficult to compose these? So it seems to us, from the casual observer... That Yitzhak Rosenthal is, uh, you know, like a photocopy machine, you know, like producing songs you know, on a regular basis. They just keep coming out, so to speak. Right. So I, I always tell everybody, in truth, I, I really don't have like a database of songs right now. If you were to tell me, do you have another two albums ready to go? Three? Absolutely not. Um, thankfully, um, as as the desire to put out another CD or the need to put out another CD comes out. I'm able to, uh, with Hashem's help, uh, come up with some, some, you know, songs, and then that's how that's how I typically right. typically do it. This may be a silly question because I think anybody who's good at anything enjoys it. But would you classify it as enjoyment? Do you enjoy composing a song? Like for instance, some people say I'm I'm pretty good at writing articles, but I hate the process of sitting down and writing anything. Sure. And until it's down on paper, you know, you don't feel good about it at all. Do you do you enjoy the process of composing? I definitely enjoy the process. I I would say that the ones that are most enjoyable, well, like anything in life, are the ones that come easier, right? But right. when you know, let's say you have a tune and it's almost perfect, those are the hard. Those are the ones that maybe you could get in the uh, gray area of it not being as because it's almost perfect and you just want to finish it up. That should be from A to Z, great. Um, those are those I, I, I wouldn't call not enjoyable, more tedious and. Right. Um, but uh, typically, I do. Obviously, obviously, I love music, and and you know, how how can a person, you know, music is just speaks to everybody. So. When someone walks in here with a new CD, so traditionally, especially with some of the popular songs that have become popular already, I'll ask about the composer, arranger, etc. It seems like you're your own team. Is that true or not? You're obviously composing all the songs, but are there people who are arranging with you and doing other things until it actually is completely produced? Yes, there definitely are. I mean, I don't think anyone can convince, anyone by themselves can convince themselves of anything that it's good, it's not good, whatnot. So obviously... Uh, <laughs> you need the critics. <laughs> right, exactly. So so obviously throughout the years, um, I have people that I always uh, utilize and have met many people over the years as well, in which have uh, you know enabled me to uh, bounce ideas off them and whatnot. Certainly, the guys from Shalshelis, as we started, and I always say Simcha Sussman, he was the, my first quote unquote partner, the, the person who I decided to start the group with, and he was, he was really my my soundboard for for many many um, of my ideas of what you know, I just I general ideas of what to do with songs and and what to do with CDs. 
and um, the other guys in the group as well, Baruch and Chaim. Um, and along the years as well, um, uh, I've met other people that, uh, you know, but with, typically we, we keep it, you know, within that right. circle. And this CD actually brought in a, uh, the CD, brought in another CD, the name CD Eichler right. as a producer to uh, Simcha's off in Israel, and uh, right. but, but everyone played a role together. Is Simcha permanently out. in Israel? He lives there. Simcha lives in Israel, yeah. He made, and he's he the, made Aliyah. And he's the member that's in Israel, right? He's everyone the, else? Yes, he's the member right. that's so in that, Israel. That must make it much more difficult for you. It too. doesn't. Ironically, since he moved there, I think we've gotten our CDs more complete quicker <laughs> because <laughs> it's either he'll come here for a period of time and then we know we're just focusing on that and then or if I'll be in Israel and we'll just focus there. But in Good today's point. day and age with all technology, right. it's it's also so much easier. Good point. All right. There are a lot of collaborations on this CD. Yes. The first song was not one of them, right? That was Shal Shalas. Correct. Correct. Shal Shalas with Sameach opening things up. And we'll talk about some of the collaborations. We'll also get, I know there's a, a lot of anxious people out there who want to hear about this big feud with Ding that's been going out on the air, which I'm sure we'll address at some point. Well, so point. far it's just been him talking to himself. I've never had a chance to address it. So, uh. <laughs> Ding and I made up a feud with you. It's okay. as simple as that. There you go. It's time for us to let you know about it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so we'll get to that coming up. All right, where are we heading to next? Let's do another one of these 12 selections. By the way, 12, a... It's a big bonus these days. Most people are putting out the CDs with nine and ten tracks. Right, right. You went overboard. Well, yes. a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> In truth, we did put out a single at, at uh, right. the beginning, so that was That's the true. bonus as well. All right, where do you want to go to next? What should we play for everybody? Um, how about, speaking of the single, let's try Yala, which is the song number five. This was a this was a very popular... You actually made this available to the public. It must have been, what, at the beginning of the Jewish year, At the right? beginning of the Jewish year, yeah. And uh, just to start, you know, I get word out that we're coming out with a CD. And right. it seems today people are putting out singles prior to an album or just singles by itself. So we just figured with the time, when one says Yala Viovo quite frequently, right. uh, you know, the Amitovim time, so we put it out as a single. All right, many of you, it's going to be familiar to you. The brand new CD is entitled Shalsheles Connections. So you can go to Shal- Shalshelis.com for information. They also have a Facebook page. Check it out. Uh, Yitzhak Rosenthal is in our studio, founder of Shalshelis. And this is Yale Viavo at JM and AM.
JM in the AM, a new music alert Thursday with Yitzchak Rosenthal in studio here at JM in the AM. And the brand new Shalshalas Connections CD is what we're talking about. That's Yala Viova, a song that came out as a single a few months back and is included in the brand new CD here at JM in the AM. Um, so what number CD is this? I know that uh, there were there were five volumes of Shalshalas. You, you, know, you remember, were you responsible for the Rose of the Shabbos? That was your project yes. or not? So that's yes. a sixth. Right. Right? Am I missing anything? Would this, in fact, uh, be the seventh, then, that you're responsible I for? I guess I'm the Shalshalas Jr., if you want oh, to. Oh, uh, Jr. as right. well. Right. And there were two of those? Two of those. So you're, uh, you're, this is like, uh, this is <laughs> like, you know, you've already got a nice collection out there. I guess, I guess so. <laughs> to I say the so. least. <laughs> I'll tell you. Uh, and you decided, obviously, not that I, uh, like to nitpick live on the air, but you obviously decided to leave the Shalshalas volume numbers right. and start uh, referring to them only by name with this connection CD. <laughs> well, Any story behind that, or uh? really no story other than I, I guess, I guess you know in, the, in today's day and age, you know people are always craving something a little different and a little new. Um, five is certainly, as we know in our religion, a volume, right? There's, That's true. Uh, so. Uh, it's uh, a set. <laughs> right, right. People have asked, so is this Shalshela 6 or not? I guess the truth is we'll, we'll leave it open for, for God willing, the next CD as to what to entitle Ooh. it. But uh, If that ends up being 7, <laughs> then that'll be quite a revelation. <laughs> well, you know, it, was, it seemed in, in the direction that we went with, with this CD um, by having uh, different people join the right, name. And th- that was actually a CD Eichler idea, the name Connections, just made sense with the chain and all that. So. Right, that's true. So the first five are exclusively Shalshalas, and here you've opened up and you've done a lot of stuff with uh, with others, including, and, and we should get to at least one of those, which uh, you'll help us introduce, but the Maccabees are on this. Yep. Uh, it's got to be, and, and forget the popularity and all that, they happen to be really good singers. Oh, it's they're ga- great. Yeah, it's got to be a very nice experience to record with them and put together a song with yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and, and this whole, the whole idea actually, in a way, started with them as this whole collaboration idea. We were at Hask um, 25. That's right. where this happened, right. right? Backstage. Backstage, right. right. I think I may have told the story. Right. And then we were all shared a room, and we just started, uh, as they say, jamming in our, right. in our line of business. And, and there's uh, a lot of harmony when you and the Maccabees jam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, most definitely, most definitely. And uh, so that's what, um, you know, parlayed into, uh, into collaborating right. with them and the idea, and then of just having other different How many artists. members were on this recording? How many Maccabees were with you at the time that you actually did this? Was, was it just a few, like four or five of them? Was there more or less? I think it was just a few of them. And um, I actually, uh, the way things are done today uh, and so with our doing timing, it they're it doing it, sending it, and, right. Right, and it's all around. As simple as that. But when we met, it was like about eight of them. So you don't even have to teach songs to anybody anymore. All you got to do is send them a track, and they're essentially, you know, going through the whole thing. And uh, pretty I mean, much. I know in the old days, I guess they did that by cassette as well. But I, right. I seem to remember in the old days in studios, there still was some teaching going on. And, sh- yeah, there know. is, and there's always there's always fine tuning, and, and it's, but it's not, I guess, in in person uh, learning a new song. No, it doesn't work that way anymore. Slimy Gertner is with you on one of these. Yeah, yeah. How shall I, Just what? a great. Uh, he is a great performer. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, we, we try to pick. Different types of singers and artists, um, to, you know, to come up collectively with the group that we have on there. Right. Um, Shlaim and I, we sat together uh, for for uh, actually, I, I composed a song for his latest album that came out, um, which is the first song, Better Day, I think it's called. 
Um, and and in turn we so we we did a little uh, you know e- one on each and then right. then that's how it came to do. Um, Dudi Kalish and the Yedidim Choir isn't he in Israel? Isn't he based? Dudi, yeah, Dudi's in Israel. He's he, based there. He actually arranged a few musically arranged a few of the tracks on the CD as well. Before as well or just the CD? No, just the CD. Well, Yala with as a single right. was his arrangement right. as well. So yeah. A lot of good arrangers out there. Yeah. Uh, Duty College and the Adidim Choir, they're on one of them. It's called Nigun Shalshelis. We actually played that yesterday. A.K.A. Pella, you mentioned C.D. Eichler. Right. So that's another, I mean, they're different than the Maccabees, right? They bring something different to the acapella table. Very different. Very different. Um, you know, they're, they're, well, with, with CD involved, obviously it was a no-brainer with right. AKA Pella. Um, but they're an extremely talented group and, um, a lot of energy. Let's put it right. that way. <laughs> yeah, they are very energetic <laughs> yes. and very innovative. Exactly. Very innovative. Very we, innovative. We know when we get into our, uh, when we get into our, um, uh, acapella format, uh, you're talking about lots of innovation with them. Itzik Dadja, who I'm proud to say that we've, uh, Especially Yossi Zweig with his shows that he does on our stream has promoted him like crazy. Very nice young man. Oh, yes. And he's an absolutely talented singer. Um, he does Halaluka with you. Right. A little bit more of a Sephardi or Israeli type style song. Right. On Samachti, you have Yishai Lapidot and Ari Goldwag. Now, many of us don't associate the two of them. Why, why not? <laughs> as a duet. Right. <laughs> I think that that's one of those simply why not kind just of worked. moments. Yeah, it just, it just worked. It just worked, and it was great. It was Eli great. Avidani. We've been playing Adam Zemiros a lot, especially toward the end of the week over the last few weeks. Uh, this is Eli Avidani I'd never heard of. Tell me about him. Eli Avidani is a young gentleman from Israel who I actually saw... A video, a YouTube video of him in the summer singing with Yaakov Shweki the song Yesimcha, which I which I wrote right. for Yaakov CD. And when I saw him, um, I said like, you know, we had this song on Azamiris. wasn't sure who was singing it yet, wasn't arranged or anything. I said, you know what, I think that would be a great idea. And uh, through I guess the channels and with having Simcha on the ground in Israel. There was a lot of Israel right. work that required for the CD as we had many Israeli artists. That's right, artists. a big Israeli connection. Um, right. We put it together and a and, uh, different arranger by the name of Yoel Dickman who arranged a song from Israel as well and it was just, it just came together fantastic. And finally, and I save this one for last on the on the topic of collaborations, you do Hine Kel with Shlomo Katz. Oh yeah. Now, I, I don't know what's going on out there but I can tell you here, it's probably the most talked about song in this uh, building because of the Shlomo Katz duet with Shalshal. It's just, right. it works so well and he's very popular as you know. Yeah, yeah, and he's, he's great and, and I, I remember when I wrote this song and you know, I play piano, not guitar, but, uh, obviously it's a very, um, acoustic sounding type of song. And when, when we were, when the idea was, Decided to do this collaboration. I said we have to get Shlomo Katz on this song. I mean, you know, Havdalah. You know, people associate Havdalah with Kalbach. Right, it's that, always him doing right, 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 exactly. <laughs> but you know, this one that hopefully people think sounds differently. And um, and in the same vein, it just was a, uh, a, a. It was also like a no-brainer. And yeah, I the track couldn't have come out better. Is this now how Shabbos ends in your house? Is this, <laughs> or not, not, not necessarily the case. It doesn't well, always work that way. It, it doesn't always work that way. Again, maybe once when I pick up the guitar, we can do it that way. But, uh, uh, you know, if you went back to the shul that Ding is in, he may let you do I the Adam Zemiros there. I was know? just about to say, where I dive in these days, you know, Shabbos ends kind of late, so... <laughs> There you have it. 26 minutes after the hour, Yitzchak Rosenthal is in studio. We call it a new music alert Thursday. If you don't mind, 
I'd like to go to that song next, the Hine Kel that Shalshelis does with Shlomo Katz. Sure, absolutely. Here it is at JM in the AM.
Salcellus together with Shlomo Katz off of Connections, a brand new music alert Thursday at JMN with Yitzhak Rosenthal in our studio. Simcha Sussman is going to join us coming up. Phone number for you to uh, toss in a comment or two or a question if you have for Yitzhak regarding Shalshelas, 201-209-9368, 201-209-9368 is the number. Hi, good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. How are you? Good. Go right ahead. Um, I wanted to thank you, Nachum, for the years of service, listening to 30 Plus. Well, thank and, you. And uh, uh, I, I think now I'm about seven, eight years into the, uh, into the run. It's great. I love you guys. I'm a West Orange resident. Met you through Rabbi Block. Thank you. Well, thank you. Um, the CD is great. I love the collaboration. I also love your own songs. It happens to be my two favorite songs you have played for me this morning. I love it. Thank you. Tina <laughs> Kale and Yale. Love them. They're great together, apart, whatever. It, I thank you. Thank you so much for that, boy. That's thank a, you. That's, that's quite a way to start the phone calls, <laughs> yes. I'll tell you that much. Thank you. Thank you. I am told we, in fact, have uh, Simcha Sussman with us live via telephone as we... Uh, Talk about Shalshelis. Hi, good morning. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning. We made good a, afternoon over here we, in Eretz Yisrael. Uh, great to be back on the radio. We made a big deal that you're living in Israel, so I guess you're uh, capitalizing on that. Tell us about the big Simcha. Oh, Simcha. yes. Simcha. 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 My Simcha. wife had a baby boy Sunday night and wow. just brought him home around a two hours ago. Wow. And you're still willing to talk Jewish music on a day like today, huh? Uh, I haven't spoken to Yitzhak in around (laughs) 25 minutes. i got to get in the phone already. Well, that's what happens. Once the CD comes out, it's a much longer period of time in between discussions. Yeah, Um, but it was... uh, What an ordeal. It was really a special kind of uh, a a, a project, that's for sure. Spanning around the world... I can't imagine how many studios, but it was uh, very much worth it, that's for sure. Did you wonder about how it would be received when so many special guests were asked to perform with Shalshelis? Obviously, in your first five volumes and more, nobody was ever really with the group, doing songs together with the group. Yeah, it was definitely something a little different. We, we spoke about it for a long time. The project definitely lasted uh, a while. But we, we thought that the concept, especially in today's uh, music world, I think the concept was going to go over well. And uh, like it says in the album, or like it said beautifully, it's, uh, that's what we're all about, really linking music from the past to the present to the future. And uh, we've always felt that uh, music should connect everyone, and therefore it's a beautiful concept, perfect for what we do. All right, gentlemen. Which members love doing live performances and which members hate doing live performances? Do all four agree on this topic or there's some discussion within the organization about doing live concerts? <laughs> there's no discussion. I, I, I was thinking, do we say we love to hate it? No, no, no. We love to love it. Um, obviously, um, you know, logistics right. become more complicated. But um, like, like I was saying, you know, being everyone is involved in their own daily lives and everyone has their own job and their own everything and it's really a chance so we put out the CDs but to really get a chance aside from coming on your show as I was saying is is the the only other chance you really get to feel what people are feeling and the feedback that that's enthusiastic yes albums sell well you know that right. so you know people want it and enjoy it but that's the, really another chance that you're able to actually connect with the listener and just to see their enthusiasm about songs. And, and so as much as, you know, could be hesitant to want to go up on stage and sing, that's, I guess, one of the encouraging factors as well, because it's really a chance to connect and see that people actually love what you're doing. But if I remember 14 years ago, oh yeah, uh, there was, uh, how do I put it, there was probably 
it, it, it just wasn't on the agenda, right? At Correct. the beginning, like you never thought that this would become a live act. As it became more and more popular, right. you realized, you know, obviously we're going to connect with our right. with our fans, our right. audience, etc. We've yeah. got to do some live performances. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it took us a year and a half right. after the album came out to. Um, I think these days people are performing before they put out an album. So it took us actually right. like a year, That's a true, year, and ch- it took us a year right. and change to actually uh, get ourselves together to do it. And then uh, you know, there was no looking back. Simcha is Shalshelis well known in Israel? Not as well known as in New York and you know the tri-state in America, but uh, Shalshelis Jr. did a lot for Shalshelis's uh, publicity in, in, in Israel. It went over very well. It was the Gimel and with the J. That's what it was. Definitely, uh, Junior. Definitely helped because of all the Israeli personalities. Definitely. Uh, and let's remember, there's uh, quite a few Americans here as well. Right. So the Anglo uh, community obviously follows Shalshalos no matter where they are. But that, look, it's obviously a, a big benefit. You have people like Yishal Apidot, other very popular reporters, even Duty College and all these people in Israel. Yeah. Obviously, it's going to make an impact. There's no question about that. Uh, you have a favorite Simcha? We don't ask that question in terms it's of the so brand hard. new CD. It's really, really difficult. Because um, I, you know, this is my famous Shalshalos question with Yitzhak Rosenthal, right? I, I can't tell the story for the 12th time. <laughs> Sure, but I mean, the, the fa- well, why not? Let's the, let's let's. Yeah. The famous stories when yeah. Nachum Siegel said, "Which is the best song in the album?" And basically, you said all of them. Oh, now, yeah, I know I'm telling you a little differently, but right, whatever. Right, 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 but basically, right, right. all of them—they're all great. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but if I told and you for, honestly that, especially in this album, there's probably six or seven that I've heard specifically from people that yeah. was their favorite. That's true. And that's the beauty of this album—that really there's there's a song that speaks to each kind of a uh, person and. Uh, it's hard to pick a favorite. I mean, he I'll pick a favorite for Simcha then. You serious? Yeah, why not? Why is he? Uh, uh, yeah. In terms of of how it evolved from beginning to end, you know, every every song has a story, especially in this album, how it began and and how it continued and changes that were made. I think that the the final result of Sameach to me was uh, just really great. But Samachti has a certain fun. Just I love the collaboration Yishai and Ari Goldwag, two very uh, I think people would never expect that kind of a collaboration, <laughs> but it really fits the song beautifully, and they they fed off each other. Fantastic! It's just fun from beginning to end. That's what we said. It's oh, a it's a you. it's a combination that you at least have to take notice of. There's no question about that. Yeah. Um, and Samach ends up, as you mentioned, Samach and Samachti. Samach ends up opening up the CD. Is, is Simcha, and again, ignorance here. Is he the lead vocal on everything? Are other members lead vocals on on? I mean, do, how, do, how does it usually work? Or there is no formula. No, there. Well, there is no formula. We what, in a Shalshala's track, you know, typically, um, you know, it's 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 spread it's spread around. Simcha has, is is very. Um, but in what Simcha does, let's say a little bit more, is he's he's the backup vocal, um, uh, you know, arranger and whatnot, the, the choir work. So often you'll hear a prevalent uh, sounding voice, which which is him. Right. And um, but other than that, uh, you know, we're 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 all over the place. Anybody so could be at any point. Correct. Anywhere, and if you were to ask about lead vocals on all these twelve songs, you're going to get different answers. Simple as that. Absolutely. I mean, if you're going to analyze every song, and everyone's uh, absolutely. Why does it work so well, Simcha? When you don't have a, when everyone doesn't have a definitive role that you know a common thread in every single song. That's a, that's the second best question to ask. <laughs> well, my my answer is you look going to maybe hang up the phone on me, <laughs> but. Um, I don't have control it's of the board the here. Song. It's all Nachum. Shalshalis, to me, has always been about the music, about the songs. And each one of us four definitely add and enhance within our unique vocal ability. But ultimately, 
it's it's the music. It's it's the compositions. It's Yitzchak's neshama, and it's it's those songs that really yeah. speak. And to have a lead vocalist, I think, would actually derail from what 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 the album is, what our group is really about. And every segment of any music industry, they'll tell you if it's a good song, it's got potential. And obviously, that's where it all starts with Shel Shel. As you're talking about amazing compositions. Well, Mazel Tov to you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Mazel Tov as well on the brand new CD. And uh, one more Mazel Tov, if I may, just forget sure. Baruch Baruch Arye had a baby girl last week as Mazel well. Mazel so Tov. Boy, go. oh boy. Shidduch. Yeah. We got it. <laughs> there you go, on, on the airwaves over here. Who knows? Those connections in the truest sense, they, right? Exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. I love sharing good news with everybody. Simcha, okay. thank you. We look forward to the next concert performance. Seeing you We're there. We're looking forward. Thank you for, for playing Jewish music <laughs> around the world. And it's not good to speak to you. We'll talk later. Take care. Thanks, Simcha. There is Mazel no... There is no upcoming concert, right? There's nothing on the calendar at the moment. At the moment, there is nothing. But if someone would like to, they should be in touch with you. Sure. It always that, That's the way it always works. It just right. changes from one day to the next. Never know what may happen. All right. If you don't mind, I'd like to go to that selection. Yishai Lapidot, Ari Goldwag, and, of course, Shalshelas. A very interesting combination on the brand-new Shalshelas Connections. This is JM in the AM. <laughs> Thank you. 
JM in the AM. Shalshelis, Yishalapidot, Ari Goldwag, together on Shalshelis Connections. The song, the most well-known song written by, composed by Yitzchak Rosenthal, that's not on a Shalshelis album. But you mentioned earlier you wrote for Yaakov Shweki. Right. Is there anything else besides that, Yisimcha, that we would know as a very popular song out there that you wrote but that's not on Shalshelis? Or would that be the most well-known? That is the the most well-known, the only. Um, I've never really done it. And that's part and parcel of why I also wanted to do the CD this way. Um, You know, after five albums with the group, it's it's always exciting putting out a CD, but it's, you know, at some point just to try to hear what songs would sound like sung by other artists. Right. So in a way, by doing that song with uh, with Yaakov, the Yisimcha, it uh, you know it o- it opened up the idea, like I said, also with Shlemi Gertner, which right. was a song on his CD, and there's one or two others now that on other uh, upcoming artists uh, that we're we're working on the song with. Or Are you happy with the way Shweki did Yisimcha? Of course, no complaints here. Huh? <laughs> well, we did we did it, no, no complaints at all. I mean, uh, he, he he you know he's 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 a tremendous artist. He's got he's, some talent. Huh? He's got some talent, and and he's made the song very popular. Yeah. And um, we actually did it here as well on our CD Yisimcha, right? Just the Shalshal's version, right. you know. Um, uh, and uh, but yeah, it was it was great. Yitzchak Rosenthal is here. Information, shalshalos.com, right? Shalshalos.com. We've got a Facebook page, I think. Right. Facebook.shalos. Twitter is, um, I don't actually run it, so I think it's at Shalshalos Music. Right. And uh, everyone can find uh, all the information there. And uh, if you do want to speak to Yitzchak about uh, concert performances, etc., do it through the website. It would be the easiest way. A couple of emails we got. I love them all, especially Hine Matov. Okay. That's a good email. There you go. Um, Simcha, and this is, I guess, what he alluded to, but, but I missed it as we were talking about it. It was not just Shalshelis Jr., but the the fact was that uh, even on, is, is it even on Shalshelis the kids' choir came from Israel? Is that was he working with a choir in Israel? This on this CD, the kids' choir came from Israel, right. which he worked on. Yeah. So then, more families living in Israel obviously become familiar with Shalshelis. Absolutely, but, absolutely. And um, and again, you wouldn't be able to tell, you, tell how many members because that was just emailed to you and that was the end of it. <laughs> I think that's the funniest part of this conversation. You you can't even tell us how many Maccabees were in it because you you weren't there when they were doing your song. Oh, if I want to make it make up something, right? <laughs> then again, people will never know the difference. No, right? I'm telling you, right. I like the I like the honest approach much better. I think it's very cool that uh, today you don't have to be in that studio, teach the songs, and even watch the recording and stop everybody every 10 seconds. You don't like something in this case? Give it to the engineer. They'll make sure it's taken oh, care of. Oh, for sure. For it's sure. really amazing. For sure. Thursday morning at JM in the AM. And and also, by way of uh, resolving this whole conflict with Ding that has been happening on our on our airwaves, have oh. you invited him to your school yet? Have you? Uh, always. You have always. invited him. Yes. So there is an open He's been complaining that you're no longer sitting next to him on Shabbos <laughs> morning, but you have prob- invited him. We're probably all davening a lot better now <laughs> by the fact that we're not sitting next to one another. <laughs> And, uh, that's great. But but he isn't he he is invited as I know I'm always welcome in uh, in, in in the other shul as well. <laughs> <laughs> but you have told them they should come on over and check it out. Ding, come Shabbos <laughs> Friday night Shabbos day whenever. What's you What's the official name of the congregation on the Upper West Side that it's, you're now with? It's called the Kajnitz Shtibel. Simple as that. Yeah. That's how it's known. Yeah. And it meets in. Can we tell people? Sure. It meets in. Sure. It meets in the fourth floor of the Young Israel Building. Of the west side. Uh, of the west side, of the upper west side. And uh, it's headed by the Kajnitz Rebbe from Israel who was here um, for a few months right. in order to help bu- build it up. 
and uh, it's just been he's, he's an unbelievable human being I mean the first time I, I, I met him I was just you know I didn't leave and um, you know the shul and I think uh for the fact that we've been uh, growing in, I guess, we won't, we won't call it membership because we don't officially have members, but right. um, it's just been, uh, it's, it's a fantastic experience for anyone passing through the West Side, living on the Upper West Side. Happy to have you. He's, I assume, a descendant of the Kajan Samagid. Absolutely. And who was the first person to ever tell me about the Kajan Samagid? I'm going to guess Shlomo Kalbach. Shlomo Kalbach. Right? I didn't know us. that. <laughs> I don't know most, I don't know too much about Shlomo Kalbach's <laughs> stories, but I just do remember the one, Schwarzer Wolf. Oh. He, he starts it off. I remember as a kid, I always wanted to try to tell that story over, so I try to memorize it, and it obviously says he went to the Kajan Samagid, right? right? Exactly. Like exactly. So, there you go. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, at 13 minutes before the hour, we'll start wrapping things up. Let's do uh, one more off of Shalshalis Connections. Uh, where do we go? It's like Rosenthal. Any preference here? Um, why not just for something a little different? You mentioned the Itzik Dadia track, which right. is uh, Hallelujah. So um, that's uh, something a little different. You wouldn't, I guess, typically hear on a Shalshalis uh, album. And um, he's he's a fantastic artist in himself. And uh, I think that would be a nice... Uh, track to play. It is called Shalshalis Connections. Uh, we can assume at this point it's available everywhere, right? Yep. Whether online or in stores, it's everywhere. Basically. It's everywhere. Every, yep, everywhere. Must be a good feeling walking into a store and seeing your CD. It must be a lot of fun. For sure. sure. Shalshalis Connections. It's Dodges featured on this selection. It's called Hallelujah, and this is JM in the AM. <laughs>
a.m. in the a.m. Itzik Dadya is the guest star on that uh, selection from the brand new Shalshalis Connection. Shalshalis is Baruch Aryeh, Chaim Block, Yitzhak Rosenthal, who's here with us this morning, and Simcha Sussman, who joined us live via telephone. This uh, CD has been out a few weeks. It's a uh, a major hit already, highly recommended, and we finally had a chance to analyze it a bit and get Yitzhak Rosenthal's impressions of Shalshalis Connections this morning during a new music Alert Thursday here at JM in the AM. Yitzhak Rosenthal, I thank you very much for being here. Thank you for having me, please. Um, the uh, the CD is amazing, and uh, everybody out there, I think, agrees with me. As you say, there's always one or two who have interesting things to say, but generally speaking, we're talking about a major hit here, so you should be very happy. Thank you. Thank and you. very proud of it, as should all the members of Shalshelis. Uh, there are uh, there are selections on here that we mentioned uh, include uh, folks like the Maccabees and Shlomo Katz and many others who are guest starring. You can check it out and enjoy. Let's see if we can do one more call here this morning before we wrap things up at JM in the AM. Hi, you're on the air with Yitzchak Rosenthal. Good morning. Hello. All right. Sorry about that. We'll have to wait to take more calls next time you visit us. Okay, I'm here at JM. Well, a very happy Hanukkah to you. Yes, happy Hanukkah. <laughs> and before you know it, it's going to be Purim. <laughs> really? How's that possible? That Purim follows so closely after Hanukkah. My gosh! I'll tell you, the year just speeds by, doesn't it? Is there a quintessential um, um, Shalshelis Purim selection? I'm trying to think. Is there anything that uh, that we would play in the month of Adar specifically from Shalshelis? Nothing that comes to mind. I'm you know trying what? to think. Oh. Get the, you know what happened when you didn't have one for Yom Yerushalayim? What happened? <laughs> there you go. You went and created Absolutely. one, right? Absolutely, on your say-so. So now That's we may have sure. to go ahead and do one for uh, for Purim. Hi, you're live on the air with Yitzchak Rosenthal. Good morning. Hello? Yes, go right ahead. Good morning. I just want to say it's a very, very nice CD. Um, I just didn't, you know, I think it's great the way he, you know, has not followed the crowd and, and gone on, you know, uh, making the the, the, uh, the beats not really something that is, is representative of Jewish music. <laughs> that last song when the fellow did an owl like that, I didn't really know what that was, but otherwise very nice song. I think someone hit him in the studio, but otherwise, <laughs> thank you, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, that's a very, I like that. That was a good, that's a, he put that a very nice way, that caller. Hi, you're on the air with Yitzhak Rosenthal. Good morning. Good morning. I just want to say that you know, the group shall show us what they actually do is they keep the tradition of real Jewish music alive. Nice. And I want to thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Excellent. That. You're, uh, hi, you're live on the air with Yitzchak Rosenthal of Shalshelis. Good morning. Hello, you're on the air. Turn down your radio. Go right ahead. Hello. Um, I, I, was, I want to say that your songs are amazing. They're great. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very kind of you. That was very nice to wrap up with these calls. Absolutely. A lot of very happy people out there. Yitzhak Rosenthal, we're going to close things out with, close things out with you. Simcha, congratulations on Shalshalis Connections. I remind our listeners there's a website, shalshalis.com. On Facebook, go to facebook.com slash shalshalis. You'll be up to date on everything Shalshalis is doing musically. And when the concert performances uh, begin again, we will let you know, of course, right here at JM in the AM. Continued success. You're Thank doing you. amazing out Thank there. Thank you so much. Thank you and continued success to, to you as well and on your upcoming fundraiser, which is, I'm sure, starting soon. Yeah, right? February 24th. Okay, we're looking forward to it. Some people may have just collapsed when they heard this, but it's sneaking up on us. <laughs> you see, it's, it's right after Hanukkah, so when you're, you're ready. <laughs> you see, we're planning Everyone for the fundraiser. Su- support great Jewish music right here, and Thank you, um, thank you for having me. Yes, Yitzhak Rosenthal, Shal Shalas. We wrap it up with Yasimcha at JM in the AM.
got, I finally got everything straightened out here. Yasimcha wraps it up for us at JM of the AM. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Amazing programming on our stream all day long. I told you about Throwback Thursday, 1 o'clock today after the live lunch. It's a show from 2002 where Yussi Green composes live on the air. 
you got to check that out at 1 o'clock today. Michael Fragan with Spin Class. We spoke about that earlier with him. That's tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on our stream at jmnam.org. Don't forget right now, Charlie Harari starts with a brand new edition of the Book of Life. Always amazing. Check it out. Stay tuned to jmnam.org for that. Followed by Miriam L. Wallach with a great lineup that we outlined earlier for you of wonderful guests on That's Life. Just keep it on the stream all day long at jmnam.org. Have a fabulous uh, Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future. <laughs>